We have another trend for you this week from the Spin Sucks community. And this one is perhaps more daunting than the one they made about all those Terminator movies. I'm talking politics. In our trends piece from a few weeks ago, one of the most mentioned issues was what role PR is going to play in the upcoming election. One statistic from that article has really stuck in my mind. Of the top 20 most viewed news stories on Facebook about the 2016 election, the fake news stories received 8.7 million engagements, whereas the mainstream real news only received 7.3. More people engaged with fake news than real content. What's a communicator to do? Between the impeachment trial and the forthcoming election, there is a lot for a communicator to worry about. Can we even get the attention of journalists? How are we supposed to talk about it, if at all? How do we prevent the spread of fake news? And how do we counsel our clients and or executives during what is sure to be a bit of a crazy year? If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. After the last presidential election, I broke my cardinal rule and wrote about it on Spin Sucks. You can read the full article in the show notes, but the short story is that I, along with many Americans, was shocked about the results. I was scared about the future, what it meant for me personally, and how it might change our industry. At the time, a colleague and friend from Switzerland emailed to see how things were in the U.S., I was very raw, probably overly tired, hadn't slept much, and vulnerable in my answer. Her response was pretty much, hey, we all have that crazy uncle we have to deal with. It was exactly what I needed to hear at the time. Not much has changed in how I feel about the human being who occupies our White House. Politics aside, he's a very bad man, and it's very challenging to come to grips with that, let alone try to explain to a six-year-old why he's doing what he's doing other than... I just don't know. It's not okay. On the business front, we've certainly had our share of ups and downs in the last four years. We've had to deal with fake news from all corners of the web. We've become experts at fact-checking. Our clients and our executives have had to figure out how to stand up for what they believe in without alienating customers, and in some cases, not caring if they do. And there have been plenty of executives who have tried to do that and ended up stepping in it because there really is no precedence. Our jobs have become even more crisis communicator than anything else, and this year is not going to be any different. Back to that article I wrote nearly four years ago. This is how I ended it. As communicators, we have a huge opportunity in front of us. We mold messages. We protect reputations. We work one-on-one and one-on-many to do the very best for our organizations and for our industries. We are persuasive. Don't underestimate your role in being part of the America you want. Go to work today and for the next four years, ready to provide more value to more people than you did the day before. Now that we're in year four of four, let's look at the current landscape and what the coming political storm means for communicators in 2020. First and foremost, do we even talk about it? And if so, when and to who? Whether or not politics should be discussed in a professional setting is a polarizing issue, like politics itself. Most of us were taught that there are two things you don't talk about in public, politics and religion. This is because those are two things you will never change a person's mind on, certainly not in a dinner debate or with a post on Facebook or in a news conference about your business. 
but we live in a very different environment right now. There are issues beyond politics that we should take a stance on if we believe they are wrong. Basic human rights, illegal activities, the very reasons our country exists. People have become very comfortable talking about it all, which is great if you agree with them. In our weekly group coaching calls for Agency Jumpstart, you can be certain three things will come up right now. The impeachment trial, Justin Trudeau's beard or how he dared buy donuts from a local shop and not Tim Hortons, and Harry and Megan. When a new client enters those calls, which is almost weekly, it always makes me a little nervous. I can control some of it, but not all of it. So I try to give people a heads up. I may be being overly sensitive to it, but I'd rather err on that side than not, which is how we should cancel our clients and our executives too. That's just one person's opinion, so I thought it'd be interesting to see what the queen of etiquette has to say about the matter. I was surprised to see how open-minded Emily Post is on the topic. She said, some tips for a successful conversation about politics. Know your goal. Think about the purpose of the conversation and whether you should even be having it. Are you seeking information? Are you advocating a point of view in the hope of changing someone else's mind? Are you venting frustration? Consider how receptive your audience will be to your purpose. Do your homework. While there will always be more to learn, at least know some basics about a candidate or issue before volunteering an opinion. This, by the way, is why I'll almost never argue with my husband about politics. He lives and breathes it, and I'll never be as educated as he is about things. And it's a great advice from a PR perspective, too. Know the basics. Fact check yourself. Don't spread something you don't know to be true. If you're advising someone on this topic, you want to go back to the basics and be very strategic before you make decisions. Who is your audience? What are your brand personas? If you're not a fan of Justin Trudeau's beard and want to talk about it, would you do that at the Beard Lovers Guild? Of course not. If your customers were members of the Beard Lovers Guild, is it a good opportunity to make fun of it? No. Keep that conversation for dinner with your friends who agree with you. It's a silly example, of course, but you see my point. If you love Trump, but your customers are mostly people of color or immigrants, you'd best check yourself. And the same goes on the opposite spectrum. If you can't stand him and most of your customers are staunch and vocal supporters, it's far too risky to take a stance professionally. It may also require you to re-examine who you do business with, but that's a different topic for a different day. You need to make the judgment for yourself. Your workplace, your social group, and your customers are unique. You're in the best position to decide whether or not you can let your political colors fly. You can be reasonably sure of the kind of response you get when you're engaged in a personal conversation. But as communicators, we spend a lot of time developing content and campaigns for people who don't know us. And that's a whole other ballgame that I'll be back to tell you about in just a minute. There are two things I want you to know about. The first is the Fundamentals of Media Measurement course that we just launched with Muckrack. And the second is the PESO model certification. Both will help you evolve your career this year as you learn how to measure your work using the PESO model to get you there. The Fundamentals of Media Measurement course can teach you how to measure your earned media efforts, create a successful measurement strategy, and report on your success. It will take you about two hours, but it has quick bite-sized lessons you can take when convenient. It has actionable tips, step-by-step -step approaches, and examples from Jonna Burke, Christopher Penn, and me. Go to mrac.co slash spinsucks to learn more, get registered, and start your measurement journey today. That's mrac.co slash spinsucks. 
please be sure to use that link because I get a gold star every time someone registers and I love gold stars. And for those of you who need to evolve your career, learn how to integrate the work you do with marketing and amp up your measurement efforts. The Peso Model Certification is for you. Step up your game with an academically accredited Peso Model Certification from Spin Sucks and the SI Newhouse School of Public Communications at Syracuse University. Learn more about that by going to spinsucks.com academy, or you can go to spinsucks.com and click on academy in the navigation. And now back to the show. Now that we're more or less ready to chat about our paralyzing fears for the future of the planet around the water cooler, we need to address the big, fat, annoying, disruptive, and completely irrational elephant in the room, social media and fake news. Ah, where to even begin? I guess it has to be the fact that there's more of it coming, and one of the social media juggernauts doesn't seem to be that interested in doing anything about it. Of course, I'm talking about... Facebook. Unlike Twitter and Google, Facebook has made the statement that they're not going to prevent politicians from targeting individuals with ads, and they're not going to in any way attempt to verify that the information shared in those ads is factual. It's going to be a long year. (laughs) But to hearken back to myself four years ago, we do have the power to change things. In our recent Trends article, commenter Mike Benest posed what may be the question for communicators to answer this year. How will PR practitioners' social tactics change in the face of the political campaigns? The biggest challenge we face this year is all the noise between the impeachment trial and the election, sprinkle in maybe a planet-ending virus. It becomes very, very noisy. Our social tactics don't necessarily change. We have to keep doing business as usual, but we need to be attuned to what's going on at a national and global level. And because Facebook seems to stand alone in their refusal to limit misinformation, it's going to be interesting to see if the way people use it is going to change. A recent article from Hootsuite lays out some interesting stats. About two and a half billion individuals use Facebook monthly, and the user base is still growing. Interestingly enough, though, the growth rate of advertising spending on the platform has dropped a lot. There are a few reasons for this. The aforementioned noise is one reason. People are fed up with all the political commentary and mudslinging that happens on Facebook. So they may be scrolling through, but they're not necessarily engaging as much anymore. Also, the ads are taking over our news streams, which is great for a marketer, but terrible as a consumer. But more, Facebook advertising used to be one of the most effective ways to reach new audiences. It's becoming cost prohibitive, though. We actually had to stop our social media and advertising entirely last fall. The cost-benefit ratio got too small to keep it going. It was pretty bad. So while I think the general thinking on Facebook is negative, that's not what's causing a downslide in advertising. We're just all tired of it all, and that's something to consider as you traverse this election year. All in all, your communication strategies won't change, unless, of course, you have a client or executive who wants to go balls to the wall on one side or the other. Because those cases are few and far between, The best thing we can do this year is change the way we use the tools as they relate to what's going on around us. So what do you think? What place does politics have in your communications programs this year? How will PR practitioners' social tactics change in the face of the political campaigns? You can find us on the social networks under Spin Sucks or come hang out with us in the best community of communicators on the internet. You can find us at spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. That's spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. I'll see you next week. 
If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 